Hello. QueerAF is now an independent community interest company. Our podcast's first four seasons were funded by National Student Pride, and so there might be some old calls to action in them. For the most up-to-date info on our podcast that funds budding LGBTQIA plus audio producers, visit wearequeeraf.com and sign up for our free weekly newsletter that sums up the LGBTQIA plus world and supports queer creatives kickstart their career. Enjoy the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Rosa. I have a confession to make. I don't really feel queer AF. Even though I've always fancied girls and people across the gender spectrum. I just managed to believe that because I also fancied boys, it didn't count. It doesn't help that I don't look stereotypically queer either. Like, I'm pretty femme, and I've got long hair. And I know that if I had a short, asymmetrical, dramatic cut, other queer people would recognise me more easily. But I really like my hair. It's bleached, so I look a bit like the Bride of Frankenstein. But also, I want women to know that I might fancy them. I'm going to talk to a bunch of queer people about how they feel about their hair and see if I want to take the plunge, have a big cut. I'm Rosa, and in this episode of Queer AF, we're going to talk about hair. This week on Hashtag Queer AF, Rosa Eaton considers whether she needs to get a haircut to feel like a quote-unquote proper queer. She identifies as bisexual, and for anyone who gets nervous about going to the hairdressers, this story is going to give you all the feels as we hear from trans, NB and LBQ women about how a haircut has been part of their journey to working out their queerness. That's Rosa Eaton's episode on this week's Hashtag Query F. I'm Jamie Wareham. Oh, my hair is mostly uh, Clifford up at the back and the sides and then I've got like a little bit on the top, um, because I uh, I don't like my forehead, so I'm trying to I try to hide my forehead a bit, and then I have two little skinhead girlfriend haircut things going on at the side. Hello, I'm Danielle. So I'm a trans woman. It's taken a really long time for me to be able to say that because there's a voice in me which is like, no, you're not allowed to use the word woman, but uh, yes, I will. So, and that's been a thing I've been trying to give expression to who a really long time I have a weird not weird but like sometimes complicated relationship with hair when I was growing up and I was in school I had very very long hair and I sort of enjoyed that because it was a bit like being like my girlfriends but it was more to do with being a teenage heavy metal fan and so nowadays I don't like my hair to be too long because uh, it reminds me of being that teenage boy So I really, really love short women's haircuts and I kind of want them, but what I realised is that I'm looking at the image and wanting to be the person in the image and that's not ever going to really work out for me. So 
I've gotten to a point where I've just gone like, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to have a haircut that I like, and that's the only way you can deal with presentation. You just do the things that you like and don't question it too much. Queer is... Um, it's different to saying you're a lesbian or you're gay or something. It's more of a, like... It's like you say someone's queer and you you kind of know the music and the art and the films they might be into. I've come to meet Joe, who co-founded Thorny, one of the biggest queer nights in the city. Did you feel like a pressure to get a certain haircut around? Um, oh, yeah, so it definitely it definitely helped. And it and it does help. And the, <laughs> this thing about, like, being queer and, like, having an asymmetrical haircut, um, I was with my mum last weekend and she was like... Joe, I think it's I think it's time for the asymmetrical haircut to, to be gone. I think you just need a bob. Um, <laughs> she's always trying to like feminise me more, uh, but you know she means well. It's confusing now though as well because you have quite a lot of straight people who have like these kind of queer haircuts, so <laughs> which I find really annoying. Because especially if, like, you go out and you want to meet someone, like, you don't know who's queer and who isn't. So it's really confusing. You know, like, how bus drivers kind of nod at each other when they're on buses? I do feel like when you see someone with a kind of queer haircut who is actually queer, you do kind of, like... Even today, when I was walking here, this woman walked out of Zara and we both just kind of nod at each other because we both had the same kind of hair. So it's really nice. We're just, like, queer little bus drivers going around nodding... It's lovely. God, I'm so envious. This is what I want. I want the nods. I see people on the bus and I'm like, we're the same. And then they just like don't, they don't see me. It's a slightly drizzly day, so I'm grateful that Maya's braving the weather are going to meet me on a park bench near their house to tell me about their hunt for the right haircut. I quite I I really like barbershops. I've never had I haven't had outwardly too many problems with the actual people cutting my hair, but it's a very male dominated space. It's little trivial things, but when they build up over time and, and the pressure that comes from a certain amount of like gender dysphoria with it as well. I have a very high pitched voice, I'm not currently taking any hormones, so I often get cue jumped by guys. Everything's just a little bit more difficult to get to that point. And then I'm like, I really want you to like bit cut my hair. And they're just like, ooh, do you want something that's a bit more feminine? And it's just like, I just watched you cut exactly the same cut for the guy in front of me, but you're not sure it's right for me. And it's just, it should make you feel good to not leave the place really unsure in yourself. I spent quite some quite horrible years as the boy in the skirt at high school with really short hair and then eventually caved at about 14 and tried to grow it out. Like, I remember learning to do a ponytail and just thinking how random it was that I got to that age without learning how to tie my hair back, just trying to, like, desperately last-ditch attempt to sort of fit. It was just a nightmare. That just totally didn't work. This is better. The not fitting is better. I use they-them pronouns, mostly masculine-presenting, um... Short hair, boys' clothes. I'm still working it out myself. I think it's quite complicated and it changes. Okay, I flip back and forth about to remain as my assigned gender or to change um, and transition to um, a masculine gender. But I'm not even sure I want to be a boy now, but I think it's a better fit. It's less uncomfortable. If, and it's still like a struggle, but catch myself in the shadow 
and I just see an outline of a person that that is me like through all of all of the rest of the stuff that everyone sees like it's stripped down from just this angle of casting of the shaved side of my head I'm like that's me I can see myself and so rarely do I actually see myself the more I talk about stuff the more I can set my ideas in motion because I think that's how ideas are formed really you, you they're never really real until you say them out loud and he provides me with that space amazingly provides me with that space because it's a lot of emotional energy to give to somebody who's just getting a haircut from you it's not about sort of providing answers it's about providing somewhere it's okay to be me whatever that is on whatever given day like you know if I rocked up in a dress and makeup and he'd probably just be totally fine with it you know it's not like a, oh what's happening here it's just like everything is fine and it's that sense of calmness that like everything is fine it's like yeah and that's kind of priceless really I've heard stories like this from everyone I've interviewed, and it turns out they were all getting their hair cut by the same person. Jack, who is Hair Matters Etc., a queer haircutter who serves the community here in Bristol. Here's Danielle talking about her recent cut. When they started cutting my hair, it seemed like it seemed like they were using the clipper in a different way to other people. And I said to them, you're using the clipper like a paintbrush and... They were like, yeah, well, my background's in art, so it was only then, halfway through getting the haircut, that I found out they weren't trained as a hairdresser. I was like, OK, I'm going to have to just trust you. But they were really great, so maybe that's maybe that's the key uh, that they have to kind of making so many people really happy with their hair, is that they kind of treat it a little bit like artwork. And it was a really different experience from going to a salon. They understood what I wanted. I think this is the first time that a hairdresser has really gotten it right. And here's Joe describing Finding Jack. I became aware of lots of friends of mine who kept kind of tagging them on Instagram. Um, and then I looked at their Instagram and was like, oh, I know most of these people. Uh, I should... And I, my hair had got a bit unmanageable at that point because I get loads of weird anxiety about going to get it cut because uh, I find going to hairdressers really stressful. Looking at yourself in the mirror and not being able to escape that because you have to stay so still because the person behind you cutting your hair has got really sharp scissors. So, like, <laughs> so you're just kind of trapped almost. So that's why one of the things I really liked about Jack is the fact that there was a mirror, but it, I couldn't see it. It was really nice. I just looked out the window and that was lovely. <laughs> so, yeah, so they sorted the fringe out and then they wanted to go quite short at the back and undercut. And they were like, should I do it to the skin? And I was like, well, yeah. And they were like, that's the right answer. I remember the first big restyle that I did and the person came with quite a lot of hair. So I gave him this cut and showed them in the mirror and they cried. They were just so moved, seeing themselves for what felt like the first time. Could you introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Jack and I cut hair. I've never worked in a salon and because A, the work I do is quite private almost, the people who come to see me are generally feeling quite vulnerable it doesn't feel like appropriate work to be doing, like, publicly. 
It is about the hair, but it isn't about the hair. Hair Matters, etc. is because, yeah, it is about the haircuts, but it's also about having a space for people to think about themselves. There's pretty much no job that I can do. I'm basically unemployable. Like, yeah, I have a lot more health than I ever have done, but I'm still significantly limited by my my energy and I spent most of my 20s pretty socially isolated with long-term fatigue. Couldn't, like, go out and do stuff. And I couldn't really have very much hair because I was, like, really tired all the time. So I just I just shaved it all off and I had shaved head for years and years. Getting better, that wasn't, like, necessarily the goal. It was actually just to, like, have a life and be alive and be in the world more. So because I was already cutting my hair and I was cutting friends' hair uh, for free, it occurred to me that what, what, what would happen if I charged people? If you haven't been in the world very much, if you haven't been employed, if you haven't been given respect, then it's really hard to expect people to respect the skills that you have. So, yeah, turning it into something that was a, uh, something that money was in exchange was, was really, 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 really scary. <laughs> like, super fucking scary. <laughs> I feel really, really lucky in the people who come to see me for haircuts because a lot of the time they... It's not just they want a haircut. They want a haircut from me. I know what it's like to be isolated and that and that, and that that comes across to clients and it, and it makes a difference. I am on my way over to Jack's house because he's invited me to witness Sophie getting a big restyle today. Um, So I've had long hair for the longest time, my entire life, basically. So I had my hair cut by Jack about a year ago, and at the time I was saying to him, like, oh, one day I I really want to cut my hair short. Um, And he was like, why not now? I was like, oh, it's not ready. Um, (laughs) Just a trim, please. (laughs) That's been kind of brewing for the past year. Um, And and it's a simple thing, just getting a haircut. But I've just, I've always had long hair and I want to cut it, cut it all off. Um, I've always kind of wanted to hide. I, I kind of never really felt that confident in who I am. And growing older meeting more people who are like comfortable with who they are it just kind of made me realize that yeah, it doesn't really matter what I look like like yeah there are parts of me that are like I want to identify more with queerness so I'm like oh if I cut my hair I'd be a bit more like visibly queer there's something about like because like, I'm bi there is something where you're like I could get a haircut mm-hmm. and I would be read dramatically more <laughs> as queer yeah that doesn't like negate my like yeah. queerness yeah, it's it's a way of like finding your family, I guess. Because like, how do you you don't see it really, and so we we try and like make it visible in some ways. So like your hair, your clothing, so we can spot each other. Lots of things, lots of emotions get caught up in our hair and yeah. and length of hair and and so. stuff. So it's like it's okay to be scared, I guess. Is what mm. you know. 
like, yeah. That's fine. It's fine not to know. The thing we can, we the thing we can do is do like an initial cut, Mm. um, like a first draft. Let's do it then. I don't usually work this fast in terms of getting length off, Um, but because there's such a lot of it. How do you feel? <laughs> so strange. It, like I can like feel like how short it's going already, but I can't see anything. So Rosa, when are you come in for your haircut? It's a good question, isn't it? So what's your ear thing? I don't I just don't like my ears. <laughs> I want to be able to hide them. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, mate. Um, oh. I do have a big head though. Like big, big hats won't fit my head. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forget how good you make me feel about myself. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so really, I come here for therapy. <laughs> But I'm getting a free haircut. <laughs> <laughs> like so much closer to my head than I've ever felt scissors. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> I just like seeing the final bits of length disappear. Yeah. Like... Right, my friend, you're done. He's Sophie's hair has gone from being like nearly down to her elbow to being very very short at the back and like a little bit long at the front to protect her ears it's so much shorter but so good i can just do this or oh, that oh. <laughs> <laughs> sophie is doing pirouettes <laughs> do turning round reveals <laughs> you know like clients like jumping up and down because they're so happy it's like <laughs> so much better than I expected. <laughs> that sounds bad, but I was scared, to be honest. And now I'm just so happy. I'm just like, oh. <sighs> totally. Oh, my God, this haircut is gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're so right. So right. <laughs> it was amazing seeing how happy Sophie was about her hair. And it gave me the confidence to go and have a sit in Jack's chair. But if I'm honest with you, I still didn't know what haircut I wanted. So, Rosa. Jack. You've come for a haircut. I have come for a haircut. Would you like to tell me what you're, what you're after? Uh, yes. Um, so, I could get a dramatic cut. It would be a passport into an identity... Well, being recognised. Being recognised as an identity, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I guess sometimes having a having these markers can be helpful in a in a personal way because it means you don't have to explain yourself. Mm. I like the idea of coming out looking different. Mm. I think if I were you, I would be like, I'm not going to do anything dramatic to you because you'll see I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, I just really want to help you out. You're having a hard time. Mm. <laughs> let's let's do something dramatic just because it's something that we can do. Yeah. And actually, like that's, that's like not doing that is 
can be challenging but also really important. I don't know. Well, we could just do some chopping. There isn't just like generic queer haircut. <laughs> no, it's really I'll not. Just be like, make me look like the queers, please. <laughs> That's not. No. Mm. Yeah, and there's no way, there's no particular way that you have to be or anyone has to be. Especially not like right now when you're getting your haircut, you can just kind of like enjoy being, enjoy your space, someone giving you some time. <laughs> Should I have a bit of a feel? How's it been? Yeah. Stay with us for Rose's reaction after this really short break. It's this week, this year's National Student Pride. It's celebrating 15 years from the 21st to the 23rd of February 2020. Next week's episode in our feed is going to be the live recording of Evan Davis and the very special guest, which you could only find out about on the at Student Pride Twitter and Instagram accounts. Go there now, get your tickets, find out who's going to be on the live episode recorded at National Student Pride on Saturday, plus the lineup is huge. The Pussycat Dolls, Bag of Chips, Cheryl Holt, Vinegar Strokes, all from RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Plus, Monroe Bergdorf, Dr. Ranj Singh, Gurley, Glam Roo, and so many other amazing queer performers. Don't get homo-fomo. Be there. studentpride.co.uk for tickets. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. We're back. This is Hashtag QueerAF. I'm Jamie Wareham, and it's time to find out how Rose's haircut went down. Should I have a bit of a feel? How's it been? Yeah. Ooh. That's a lot shorter. Ooh. I think... Probably... Stopping there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I need so, to do some more. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm not like. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to do any more length. I just wanted cool. to tidy up. I'm working really hard to not sound panicky in this clip because I didn't want to be rude to Jack. And to be fair, the haircut is gorgeous. But it was a shock feeling it that short and realizing, ha 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 ha, I do not want it any shorter than this. Yeah, Thank you very funny. much. What do you do? 
Flat in your hair. <laughs> <laughs> it is surprisingly emotional. Like it's being intended to. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just come in, have a bit of salt. Not know what to do with my head. <laughs> There's a small chance that tomorrow I'll be like, should we just take more off? <laughs> <laughs> I think good to, good, to, good to pause. Good to pause there. So I am lying in bed and Jack cut my hair today. And like sitting in Jack's kitchen was lovely. And I'm always surprised when queer people recognise me and don't question whether I should be on the team or not. And, like, today was a bit of a milestone in that for me. And I just, I can't explain how safe a space it, Like, the whole flat's got this big, like, salt circle around it. And it's just, like, between you and Jack and you, dear listener. And I did get a bit freaked out when he cut off quite a lot of my hair to be honest <laughs> well, but like to look at me you wouldn't notice but for me I'm like oh this is like, it just felt so nice to just sit there and let just really accept me where I am So I feel a bit embarrassed. I'm aware it looks a bit like I just chickened out. I would like you to know that it was me making good choices for myself and recognising that I don't need to bend myself out of shape to fit in. As Danielle told me at the beginning of this project. Haircut isn't going to make you any more or less queer. There's a time in your life when you feel oh, it's really important that I'm in more queer spaces, I need to be around more queer people, I need to go to the queer stuff, because I just can't be what, like, the normie world wants me to be right now. And then you go into queer spaces and you're like, oh, but I'm not what I'm supposed to be here either, ah, you know, so... Um, but there will come a point when you feel like that's easier to deal with, you know? It doesn't feel as, as important as it did in, say, my 20s anymore to um to get presentation right you know it's not it's not who you are it's just one thing so relax it's easy to assume that everyone else popped out of the womb knowing exactly who they are and through talking to the people in this project i've realized that most people it's a journey which helps That's it for this week's Hashtag QuarryF. But stay with us for this week's LGBTQ music track at the end of each episode that we're presenting. This week is from the gay reggae artist Dan Boskill. Thanks to the Charles Parker award-winning audio producer Rosa Eaton for this week's production. Check out at Rosa Eaton on Twitter. 
Executive production came from me, Jamie underscore Ware. Our annual live podcast recording is this week at National Student Pride on February 22nd with guest host and BBC broadcaster Evan Davis. You can find out the international stellar guest on our social media only. That's the only place we're announcing it this year. At Student Pride on Twitter and Instagram. Go there now to find out who the amazing guest is following our previous live editions with Ian McKellen, Courtney Acton, Years and Years is Ollie Alexander. Get your tickets at studentpride.co.uk for the whole festival and our live podcast recording. As we leave you with this week's LGBTQ artist, while you're listening, rate, review and share this episode with a friend. Spread the hashtag QueerAF message to Dan Boskill's sweet track, Lick It Back. We are hashtag QueerAF and so are you.
much for me. Find Dan Boskill on Twitter at MoreThanMusicOne. Have a hashtag QueerAFWeek. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 